Yo, yo, yo. Yo. Okay. We have some messages from our partners, our friends. The first one, you know her. Some of you listen to the podcast and love it. Rena Friedman Watts of Better Call Daddy. I want to play a little message from her right now. Have you seen a, have you seen a Rena? It's Rena Friedman Watts, the host of the Better Call Daddy show. My dad may refer to me as Rena Joy. The Better Call Daddy podcast really touches on one's future and legacy. Former reality TV show producer turned podcast host of the Better Call Daddy show, your safe space for controversy. I think I'm a pretty cool dude. I'm interviewing reality stars, YouTubers, and anybody with a good daddy story. My daddy's weighing in at the end of every episode with his wisdom and wit. So stay tuned every Monday, Wednesday, and sometimes Friday. Okay, thank you. Our next friends, Organifi. Oh, how's it going? It's going good. Yeah, it's going good. Yeah, you look cute still. Oh, thanks. Now, thanks. I I came to your house and I saw the green juice. It was out forefront. It it was. You've been drinking it. I have. Yeah. I I have been drinking said juice. Are you mixing it with vodka? I'm trying. I'm trying. (laughs) That's the hardest part for me. Mm -hmm. The hardest part for me is consistency. In all time of the day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like, it's staying true. It's like, I start strong. I start so strong. Like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, blah, blah, blah. And then by the end of the day, I'm like, I just need a drink. Mm-hmm. Or I, I want I want fried chicken for dinner. Well, you know, I feel like that's okay. And I feel like our friends at Organifi would say, eat that fried chicken. But then the next day, wake up and have a protein shake with their wonderful protein powder. That's what they would say. Okay. Or at you know night, what? have you know the what? gold. I hear, I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to oh, do it, Organifi. Okay. okay. I heard you. You heard us. I, thank you for saying that, Organifi. <laughs> I love them. Okay. So you can go to Organifi.com slash campfire and use the code campfire for 20% off your order. Perfect. Okay. And finally, because this thing does not really make sense for the other two things, Adam and Eve. <laughs> Once you've listened to Better Call Daddy and you've had your green juice, uh, maybe, maybe, why not have maybe like a Adam and vibrator? Eve, yeah, maybe Adam and Eve uh, partners well with uh, Better Call Daddy. It, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's not it's, in that way. Though. It's a completely different podcast. Yes, right. Rena's Better Daddy don't daddy. listen. Yeah, Better Call Me Daddy. Yeah, yeah. not the, the two things are very different. Very different. But you can go to adamandeve.com and enter the code campfire for 50% off plus six bonus movies. Wow. Free shipping, discreet shipping, all that stuff. So, yeah, call your daddy. Oh, man. Adamandeve.com, campfire. Okay, let's get into the show. <laughs> Come on, kids, now gather around. Grab a log and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Mero Climo. Bo, I'm going to take up a lot, so why don't you tell me anything you want? You have 30 seconds, go. No, <laughs> <laughs> I actually do have something. Okay, uh, tell me anything. I'm still processing this thing, okay? But, um, you know, I do another podcast with Elle. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you don't She's listen so to that, cute. you need to check it out. It's called uh, Stuff I Can't Tell My Parents. But last night, L has been doing this thing uh, called Sprites. Have you heard of this before? No. Sprites? It's essentially like a, like a women's like character building oh, program. I love that. She's been doing it since like freshman year, I think. Or maybe, no, it would have been in uh, junior high or something. She's been very. She was very young when she started, and you know they go out and they they serve the public. They do you know like Meals on Wheels oh, yeah, yeah, or yeah. like uh, help with in nursing homes or whatever it is, right? It's really to build women up. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so last night was the big gala event. Sprites. Okay. Sprites. And so in this way, they, they do this whole like stage show where they're dancing and then they showcase each senior and their parents. Um, and it was it was this whole ordeal, right? Uh, and is so, she a senior in high school? Just, yeah, she's okay. getting ready to graduate. Okay. So um, I was asked to come to this thing like six months ago. It's like uh, her mom, Jody called me and was like, hey, will you come to this thing? It's X amount of dollars per ticket and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to buy a seat for you. Is that okay? And I was like, sure, I'll go. And then as it crept closer and closer, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot all about this thing. So I was like, <laughs> okay, what is this again? Like, how did it ask? And it's like, you know, she tells me the whole thing. I'm like, okay, yeah, awesome. I'll be there. I go. But what I didn't realize, okay, so lately I've been watching the show Euphoria, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it it was awesome. Like it just ended. The season just ended. It must be good because everyone is a buzz about it. Yeah, I I think it's it's well done. It's complex and it's it's frightening. It really is. Really? Fri- yeah, it's frightening. Now, could I jump in at just the second season, or do I have to? No, watch the don't beginning? do that. Okay. It's only two seasons. No, right, right. Jeez, can I just come in the last ten minutes of a movie? <laughs> um, I I've been watching it, and and I'm so disconnected from high school. It's been so long, right? I don't know. And I, and I grew mm-hmm. up in the fucking 90s, so 80s and 90s. So it was like, it's just so different now, right? But I, I think I watched Euphoria being like, God, this is insane the way these people dress and the way people are, blah, blah, blah. That That's so that's such a almost a caricature of what high school is probably. And then I go to this thing last night, and I'm looking around the room. And no shit, dude. I'm like feeling like the creepiest old man on the planet because there's all these high school women, these girls, these girls, these are girls that look like straight up like I I would meet them in a club or I'm not really going to clubs, but you know what I mean? Like I would meet them out and go like, wow, that's a knockout, right? They're like 17 and 18 years old. I'm like, oh my God. But what I thought was so weird about this whole thing is that like I'm looking like, of course, when everyone dresses up, they do their hair, they do their makeup, you know. Guys in high school look like dorks. Yeah, like little dweebs. Yeah, 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 little, yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> that? I mean, very few guys uh, look amazing in high school, right? They kind of grow into it. Mm-hmm. But these women at 17, 18, I was like, this is insane. But what I really was like uncomfortable with at this thing is they're dancing. They're doing this thing. And and, and the whole thing was about like uh, like uh, Broadway. It was like a Broadway theme. So they did like like the kids. They, they have every age group doing a different dance or a different little thing. And so it's like the younger kids do Annie, right? Oh, that's cute, Annie. Or, or Mary Poppins. It gets to like the older girls, like the, like the, the juniors. It's, it's fucking Chicago. And so it's like. They're doing all that jazz, and they got these little like fishnets like, on, oh and, my gosh. and their asses are hanging out. I was like, "What are we doing?" It's like highly sexualized version, and these girls are dancing, and of course they're at an, a time in their life where they're like they want to feel yeah. sexy. They, yeah. and, and I don't blame them for that. That's not their fault. But I'm like, I'm in a room full of old people, yes, yeah, like creepy men going like, and, yeah. <sighs> Yeah, because <laughs> of yeah. course they don't. I mean, I hope they don't look at their own daughters in that sexual way, but they're looking at all these other girls in a sexual way. They, these are fifteen to seventeen year old girls, and I was just like, I felt really, really creepy. And I was like, at the end of it, <laughs> I, I kind of left early as soon as the whole thing was over. Like then they open the dance floor, and then everyone's out there dancing. I was like, yeah, I'm not yeah, doing that. You're not that. gonna dance with a group of friends. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, uh, I told my friends, I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna go because there's only so long I can be here before I'm in jail. You know what I mean? Like this is a bad, this is a bad situation. I was just like, wow, I'm so glad I don't have kids. Yeah, because that whole ordeal. If I had a, a daughter, who I mean, it's just like. 
I'm sorry. It's impossible not to see. No, of course. It's, it's impossible not to see that, you know, you know, men are creepy. Yeah. We're oh, kind of yeah. weird fucking fucks. And we're all like hypersexual. And, and it's like, you know, Instagram. It keeps it in, in, in like a closed door. Yes, you can go on Instagram. That, you, yeah, but then yeah. it's like, of course, I see like hot girls on Instagram all the time. It's like, whatever. I'm like, uh-huh, whatever, whatever. But when it's in real life, you're like, oh, I don't feel comfortable here. I don't. Because yeah. now I know their ages and it's like, ooh. And, and I'm just like looking out at the sea of men. I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not dumb. You're all looking at these women in this way. Isn't that kind of creepy? Definitely. I feel like you'd want to steer away from even having a, a dance thing where it's like people are being sexual. Like, who did that? Yeah. Who did that? It's like, why don't you just read me poetry <laughs> and or cover like, up? Dress like nuns or something. <laughs> cover yeah, 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 yeah. Why not yeah, like wear yeah. like, just like No, but I, of course, I'm not saying like women shouldn't be women no, or no, shouldn't no, be but sexy. There always is I'm just yeah. saying like, I think I notice at this age a little bit more like what we do in society to sort of like sexualize women yes. more than we ever do with men. Well, there's always a weird tension growing up. Not my not my good friend Michelle's dad at all. Not not this whatsoever. Oh, with dads? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you become a teen and like some of my friends had dads that like I can tell were like, you know, they weren't hitting on me, but I could tell they like yeah. kind of liked me or something. And then, yeah. then, and like none of my like close best friends, but you know, you would go over a house and there'd be a dad and you could just tell like, and feeling that like, energy where uh, no one would do anything bad but i can tell you just see it in their eyes and i'm like oh, oh this gosh. is like kind of weird well, yeah and see i'm not around that i'm not around that i'm not around dads a lot mm-hmm. the only dad i really do know uh, closely is my business partner steven and he's not that at all right right he is such a great he's such a good amazing man and i've never whether i'm around him and his wife and his kids or when i'm alone he never says anything disrespectful about women he's never like oh look at that he's never that guy yeah like literally ever and so that's good because when you're around it it sort of like rubs off it rubs off a little bit (laughs) you know what i mean and being like i was 18 with like huge boobs and then being like let's go on a slip and slide and then like the dad's (laughs) at the end like holding a lemonade for me and i'm just like oh my god like i don't want like it's his slip i'm his slip and slide yeah 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 yeah, it's just a lot it made me uncomfortable and i was like get me out of here i mean i think tiktok and social media has made teenage girls because i think growing up there wasn't that pressure where like we were geeky and i was okay to wear like champion shorts and just be like totally geeky but if if i was on instagram or tiktok i'd probably would have like been more of the the fancy girls also i think it's a california thing because like maybe the girls in la jolla and all those girls are so beautiful compared to like east coast i don't you just feel a little bit more okay to be like i play with worms <laughs> like <laughs> and, you know like almost that, that i put on my winter weight yeah yeah you know? yeah, 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 yeah there's less of a cosmetic pressure yeah i think it's changing though because the world is getting so small and right. i think that now you can see girls in california from new york right, and like go like oh this is what i'm up against kind yes, of thing and then yeah. there's all this comparison and and i was just like huh, it was it was just it's yeah, I mean, the best way I can describe it is like I felt uncomfortable, so I know I needed to remove myself from it. Yeah, not because I was going to do something bad. Like I said, I was just like, I was just like, I don't like this. Right, right, right. You don't want to be out in the dance floor with some girl like throwing a back on you. And- well, well, there's a there's a moment when a a, a person goes from. <laughs> Being young and innocent and playful and whatever to sucking dick, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and that that isn't gradual. It, it isn't gradual. Whatever really. moment that girl's 18th birthday is that day <laughs> at 3:33 a.m. Listen, I'm I'm being funny, but like I I just was. It was a really weird, a really weird moment. Are you kidding? If I was them, if I was a young 18 year old yeah. and someone had like a 40. 40- 
whatever you are, 42, we'll say for the purpose of 45, 40, whatever, sure. 44 year old friend there, like I would have probably like hooked up with them. Oh my it's, God. I would have. No, really? Yeah. No. I definitely like, yeah. I mean, when I was 23 or 24, I, I yeah. was with some like 40 year olds. So yeah. yeah, I mean like some girls just, they don't like boys their age in that category. Sure. You know, I had always liked like older men. And, and I think it, it seems like, like anything. It's just like something that's exotic. No matter what yeah. that thing is exotic, right? It's something that's like, oh, huh. I wonder if I have power over that or I wonder if I can get that. I wonder, you know. But, but now like, it's like, I wouldn't want a 45-year-old man. Now you're getting older, you're like, I want a 20-year-old guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, and, you know, I, I definitely went through a stage where I was dating much younger women. You know that about mm -hmm, me. And, mm -hmm. and it's like, it was, you know, I did it at the time. It was fun, and that's what I needed. It needed fun. Mm -hmm. But now, as I get older, I'm like, yeah, but I, I want to have a conversation. <laughs> right. I, you know what I mean? I, I want to have an actual conversation with somebody. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think the other piece, too, is like, it used to be kind of the quote unquote competition where you would see the girls, everyone had like the prom queen or the pretty girls at their high school and mm -hmm. that's who the boys would like or would like. But now it's those people plus, as you said, like Addison Ray and all these like t famous TikTokers. So yeah. you're, so you are kind of up against in some way, yeah. like the beautiful internet girls, which is that's you have to bummer. kind of step up your that's, game. That's yeah. a bummer. That's going to do some major damage, don't you think? Or it is doing major damage. To people, to young yeah. people, to have to compare themselves on a global scale every moment of every day. Yeah. It's like, this is what I'm up against, and I'll never be that. And it's yes. Like, it's, I think it's really hard to build a strong, um, confident person these days when you look around and go, everyone else is doing it better. Yeah. That's hard. It is hard. Do you know who Addison Rae is? Yeah. She Honestly, she is like I think she's the prettiest. I think she's like oh, a really? young Brooke Shields. Yeah. Well, I only I only know her because like I was walking by. I forget what it was. It was like a cosmetic store. It was in a oh yeah yeah, yeah. And her, her and, item and, beauty yeah. And she was out on a poster and it said big Addison Rae. I was like wait what? And it's like that's when you know the world's getting wild. When right? she has Sephora deals and she's yeah. in Netflix shows. Yeah yeah. yeah. I've like, I've what? built it into my comedy stand up set that I because I really really want to be friends with her and I love her so much. But I say I like build it talking about her into stand up because one day I'm like I'm gonna reach an audience where someone knows Addison Rae. Like I just want to be friends with her. <laughs> if I saw her in West Hollywood because she I know like know where she goes to Pilates and I know where uh, she goes oh, to Matcha. Really? Yeah, but oh I would gosh. genuinely like You're scream weird. like I was meeting one of the Beach Boys or something. Um. The one that gets on my nerves is the Demilios. Yes, yeah, those they're so, girls. Like, they're so basic and untouchable. I hate that yeah. it's just like all they're doing is just like stupid dances, mm -hmm. and it's like, and now we're looking at them to like tell us how to live our lives. Yeah, like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I think like I think Addison has true star power. I really do. Like she was someone that I was just scrolling <laughs> through TikTok and I saw her. But I feel like the Demilios are like any. There's probably three of them at that at your th thing you went to yeah. this past week. Like, but who knows? Maybe some people see it differently. Yeah. Well, just to just to just to close that conversation up is like, I'm glad I went. I was so it was so awesome to see Elle and on her journey, and she's a fucking rad kid. Honestly, she's like, like I want to be her friend. Yeah, she's, she's so really cool. really cool. She has a good and spirit. she she's funny and she doesn't take herself too seriously. But you know, I'm just like. <sighs> I would not want to be a teen right now. No, no fucking way. She seems like an old soul. Like, yeah. Listen, just listening her to parents podcast. did a good job. They honestly, did. Honestly, with all three of their kids. They're all good. Elle, if you ever meet Addison Ray, just remember Aunt Meryl. <laughs> she goes to Jones on 3rd for breakfast. Like, oh, my God. I'm telling you. 
So you just go into Jones on third. Yeah, but what would I say? I'm like, hi, I'm like a 39 year old, like your biggest fan. No, just be like, no, you got to. I think we would be friends. You got to be you. You got to be you. I'd be like, hi, I'm obsessed with you. Oh my god. No, don't do that. No, okay. Because I wouldn't want to be friends with that person. No, but she really seems like funny and sweet. I just like her. You should just go up and say, hey, you seem like you're really funny and sweet. Yeah. Uh, Can I buy Can I buy you a coffee and then and then hang out for five minutes? Okay. You know, and then if if at the end of it. You know, I don't know. She probably doesn't have time, but maybe maybe it hits her right. You know, maybe she wants to do stand up and she can do my Glendale room show. Yeah, you 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 could start with that. Like, hey, I obsess about you, and I do a whole comedy routine about you. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna win. That's gonna win now. <laughs> One day there's gonna be someone that's like, oh, that's so funny. I'm her dentist. Lol. Oh and he'll say God. LOL. He's going to say it? Yep. I hate when people say LOL. I know. <laughs> Why <laughs> am I talking like that? Now? <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. Let's move on. Okay. Hold on, I gotta change my pants. No. <laughs> Why? I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that sad that my first thought was that you shat yourself again? <laughs> no. I, yeah, oh, because anyway. of ejaculate. It's okay, a joke. I get it. Okay, I'm, it's okay. a joke. Okay, I thought you shit your pants. Okay, also, so. <laughs> this to a couple or last week's episode or something. In the, I have gotten messages from, from our campers before that they think we do a good job editing, which is very sweet. Thank you so much. People have said, like, I listen to other shows. You guys actually, like, do a good job of editing i felt uh there was the week that we were ta- we did like a really long organifi ad yeah. and then it was like you and i like laughing maniacally after <laughs> and then like the edits on my end i they weren't quite right and it just made us seem like beyond like psycho insane. and i was listening to it back in my car like laughing so hard because i was like i hope you guys i feel like <laughs> It just our edits like made us seem like totally un- even more unhinged than yeah. we really are. So no, anyway. no, we we are that. But we are okay. Come yeah, on. I just had to get that. We out edit. Way. We, ad- we edit out the hinge. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so I have news. To yeah, share. I, I really am excited to hear what you have to say. Okay, me. so by the time you are listening to this, I will have moved, or I've already moved. Or I already live up in, or like, you know, whatever. <laughs> I will be full time up in Los Angeles, Jesus. and I think the biggest piece of that puzzle is that Jack, my boyfriend will have been moved up as well. So so it happened. Yeah. It's happening. It happened. Jack is moving. At the time with we're you. recording, we have like a right now we have like one or two more days until the movers come. Jesus. But by the time you hear this, our movers will be here. It randomly may seem very fast, but this has been I don't even know. I don't do you know how many months ago like uh, from like, the moment like Jack has been from, part of this deal. Oh, I was gonna say, from the moment I met you, you've been talking about moving to LA. So it's yeah. finally happening. Well that part, yes. Like I yeah. honestly think you're Six out, or seven years ago, I should have just done it. Yeah, because like I just, it's been like a really, really long time. It's been truly like seven. Well, or I eight think years. the big thing here is that Jack said, "Okay, fine, I'll go." Mm-hmm. Applied for a job, got a job before yeah. you really have a job in L.A. And he's he's working for the the postal service yes. in, in Burbank. He's a postman. What what a cute little moment. Okay, and so and now you're like, wait, he's moving. He got a job. I don't want this anymore. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I definitely want it. There's just it all happened before I could. It happened very quickly. Yeah. So what had happened was he was working down on the radio here in San Diego. He got let go pretty much like during the pandemic. Remember, he was doing morning radio from our like spare bedroom and losing his mind yeah. yeah losing his mind and then it was the exact week of like the george floyd stuff mixed with like the height of the pandemic and they're like and it's just him by himself in the office and they're right. like give us your take like a white man by yourself oh. <laughs> you know on everything and so that was really stressful then sparingly the radio station pretty much like fired everyone and let everyone go and yeah. kind of just started piping in a show from vegas whatever that's its own thing um and then they 
then he was jobless and did a sales job that he didn't really like. And then we were coming, then decided he didn't want to do that job anymore. And so then with that opening, I had told him like my lease ended in Glendale and I had kind of given him the situation where I was saying, I don't need to, like I can still do back and forth for a while and I could have my own place in the LA and you could, but what I, my boundaries were that like, I didn't want to pay for two places again. Right. And if we did it, I wouldn't be going up and back as much. Like we would, his, a lot of the burden would be on him as well, like to meet me 50, 50. So right. basically like for as much as I come up, he would have to come up if that, if he wanted to stay in San Diego, like I could, I can definitely bend a lot and make that work. I can't physically bend a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Except for Organifi. Gold has turmeric and it helps loosen up my joints and reduces inflammation 20%. Of okay, so then uh, I had told him it helps with clarity of thought. <laughs> Our ads I'm a dishwasher. Best, yes. Okay, so and then um, so then he did not. I almost felt like I made the plan seem so awful that he just like had no choice but to be like, "Fuck it, I'll just move to Los Angeles." Because yeah. I was like, "Why don't you get a one bedroom in Ocean Beach or somewhere that you right, really like, right. and then I'll get a one bedroom in West Hollywood?" And then that just seemed too daunting. And I think at this point we were like, "Well, if we're gonna do that plan, why wouldn't we just like break up or like you know that's right. a lot of back and forth." Yeah. So then it's too much. And for what reason? If for what reason? Then I think he just the idea of Los Angeles seemed to be a little bit more appealing to him because I made my case for like, "Hey, a lot of." It does suck, but I think in terms of like he likes to go to museums and he likes to go sure. to events and movie screenings and that kind of stuff. And I'm yeah. just like, I think we should at least give it a shot of you coming up and seeing what our life is like together when I'm happy in my place. And I think you have to do it. We have, you have to, do to it. fully yes. do it. And uh, you know, I wish you the best, but you have to do it full on to really know if you can. Yeah, like what does it look like when I'm not complaining about being back and forth? Right. And when he's working, and, and, and you're living where you want to wanted to live. Exactly. And so you're getting everything you want. So, so this we'll is, see. This exactly. Is, to me, this is the social experiment. Where it's like you're you're finally getting everything that you want, mm -hmm. everything you said. Let's see if you're going to be happy. Uh, honestly, I agree. And Jack and I have very realistic expectations. That <laughs> we're like, it could go either way. Like, yeah. I'm not a fool of being like, I understand how these things happen where it's almost like you you think you want something and then yeah. you get it and you may not. But it has to at least look like this. And so then he, uh, his old co radio co-host, Jason, got a job at the San Diego post office. This is how the post office all came about. And Jason loves his job at the post office and was like, why didn't I do this sooner? Like, I hate really? radio. Yeah. Like, he just said, I, I get to deliver the mail and the pay is good. And I get to listen to it like a podcast all day and it's chill. And I think sure. coming out of radio, people are just such an, in shell shock because it's such like a gross industry and right. they didn't really yeah. have a good experience. Their station kind of treated them like shit. And so it just, I think like something kind of easy and more a little bit like, you are done at 5.30 p.m. You right, know, like, right. it was a little bit better for everyone. And um, so then Jack was, a, and then I held, told him too, like, I'm happy for you to be a postal worker, but like, I'm not paying two rents and driving back and forth for you to work at like the Kearney Mesa postal office and stuff. You know, right, like, well, right. th there has to be some compromise. So then he applied for a, bo a bunch of postal jobs. He got Glendale, which I was like, oh my God, now all my dreams really are coming true. And right. then Glendale told him, we actually took the job away. We don't have any funding. And then he applied to many other places and he got accepted on the same day to Burbank post office and Beverly Hills post office. Wow. And you would think I would have said like, go for the Beverly Hills one, 
But honestly, being a postal worker there seems like a nightmare because yeah. the streets are so busy and it just seems like very hectic. Yeah. And also, yeah, you have to think about who are you delivering to? Yeah. And what are those people like? Like a diamond company. Either, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <sighs> uh, yeah. So then the moving situation. So I'm like, okay, you're going to work in Burbank. That's amazing. Burbank is awesome. It's totally cool. But sure. I think I had my eye on Pasadena. Like I really wanted to live there. And there's like a district. It's called the Playhouse District in Pasadena that I really, really like. And I just kind of had like pictured my life there. Sure. And then having to take the spoonful of reality of like what our budget was right. versus like what it cost to live there. And then we were touring places around there. And it was like, okay, like I guess I don't need a sink. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> it's like, okay, we're going to pay like... 20 whatever $2,900 to basically have like nothing or where it could be in Burbank and get a little bit more a little bit more yeah and yeah. also like a, a safer neighborhood sure. it will be close to him for to his work yeah I'm and you can work anywhere from Glendale yeah, you yeah. Can work anywhere I'm four minutes from the coffee shop I like I can do my cakewalk <laughs> they're gonna be more Armenian cakes than usual <laughs> It also smells like horses. The entire area smells oh, like horses. Yeah, that's, that's not a selling point for me. Right. It's a one bedroom. I think a lot of people don't realize that Burbank is actually a, like a horse haven. They have oh. so many stables. and I, I love it. The equestrian center. I love oh, it. It's so, so interesting. Sign me up. So, we found, so then we were touring different places and there, you know, Jack really, we both like this one. <clears throat> we both like this one and we both decided on it. And then I really wanted to like, I don't know, keep looking. And then so finally I'm just like, you know what? If this makes you happy, you're making such a big compromise. Yeah. I can compromise. But it's a one bedroom. <laughs> it's a one bedroom? It's a one bedroom. Okay. And uh, it's going to be a big change from having so much freedom and independence uh -huh. to like now having to sleep in the same bed every night. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Because so you guys don't sleep together. No, we're really like, we're throwing it all on the line. Wow. So smaller place. Small new place, city, untrapped. new job, you're getting everything you want, kind of, uh, but now a lot of weight is on you. A lot of weight is on you. Yeah. Organifi, yeah. uh, use campfire. No, um, <laughs> no. Uh, and so is there a part of you that is like worried? No, there's just a part of me that I have, it's so crazy to observe my feelings of like no matter where I am, I suddenly want to like go somewhere else. I think that's something that you need to like set with. I, I really do. I think... You know, I've been like that in relationships before. Where mm -hmm. It's like you want something. And as soon as you get it, you want something else. You have to really like stop and say, what am I doing and why? But don't you, know? you also think in a good way, it's it's enthusiasm for like, I can't wait to visit North Carolina. I can't wait to. Well, like, sure, sure. But like. But you can't always. You be. have to be mindful of who you're bringing on that journey with you. Yeah. Right. So Jack is truly like putting his entire life. He's working at the post office. That's so sweet. Into a place that helps you get what you want, which is, is not a bad quality. Right. But you have to remember, like, you are not the center of attention for all time. He's got to- We know speak English. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> we don't uh, comprehend. <laughs> no, no, no. I understand that. On, I'm on just a, saying. I'm just saying. Like, he's doing a lot On an auditory now. level, I hear yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, a lot of people don't understand like the prices of LA. Like what what is a one bedroom cost in LA? Like uh anywhere a nice one any one anywhere from like 2400 to like 3300 and stuff. Yeah. <sighs> for a one bedroom. Yep, for a one bedroom. In, in like a complex yep. probably. Yeah. Like uh we did not like we kept our budget very low because also at the same time we're renting our San Diego house Right. and we want to for like this year we want to have a little or a smaller budget because 
if something breaks, we're, we have a lot on the line of like if if you know like the house right is like all of a sudden they're like we have termites here and we can't just like right. ignore issues if we have renters. Right. So right. so anyway, but like the like a cute house in Glendale was pretty much like. 34 or 3500 was kind of like that would be have like a cute little craftsman house that's insane. Isn't that insane yeah. i mean honestly we're going to be renting our house for that much which is like yeah crazy but yeah. but we live by a school so i think that will help well that way when you guys too. have children they can just go to that mm-hmm. local mm-hmm. there's no wackity smackity or do (laughs) there's like me hanging myself with a me cutting myself every day with a paper with his postman delivery (laughs) and even so even we were packing stamps and i'm like we don't need stamps you you could just like get that for free at the post office oh god but i think he'll like it and we'll see it's i'm i'm proud of him for um this this situation for him this time of life has really shooken up his identity of like sure. he was always known as a radio person sure. and there's you know a, there used to be more clout in that but I think now to kind of just be like I'm a postal worker like it's not that's not bad but it's definitely something different for him sure especially since like when he announced that he was moving people were like cool like you're K Rock you're gonna go work at K Rock and he's like nope I'm gonna like deliver mail to K Rock <laughs> so <laughs> but he just doesn't want that and I've tried to be supportive and say like if you want to do more I think radio, once you're in a, a- you know, when it's it's like, you know, ask somebody who used to work in retail that doesn't anymore. Like, do they want to work in retail? Probably right, not. Right. Yeah. It, it's like it, it takes a lot out of you. I'm sure radio is is similar in that way. It's yeah. Like, so demanding. It's so like you never know if you're going to have a job tomorrow because that industry is so insane. Yes. And the, and the personalities. And yeah. Um, One of the scenarios that we were looking at was like, OK, if we are going to live in a one bedroom, then what if we what if we check out like uh like nicer apartment complexes and pretty much do that? So I was touring them like at least we'll have amenities with like pool and sure, sure, I sure. can work more and I'm like okay or I can work from there more and we we're looking at those and those were like once again like twenty nine hundred for just like a very small apartment where the pool isn't really that nice and uh, like these are supposed to be luxury apartments and they just were not like they were not to my standard of luxury. It's the same thing that kind of happened up in San Francisco with with tech. You know, these people are getting paid a lot more money. So yeah. then all the rents get raised because they're like, well, <laughs> these people can't afford four thousand dollars a month for a studio apartment. Right. Sorry if you can't go get a better job. That's kind of like yes. the city. But then all those tech companies are, are leaving now. So then all these people are like, oh, fuck, we got to lower our rents again. It's right. Like, I feel like L.A. because of especially like, you know, the industry up there of film and TV, people are getting paid well in those industries in a lot of a mm-hmm. lot of times and, and so the, the rents get raised and everybody wants to be there and it's los angeles it's like new yeah, york it's like yeah. to me though like i don't want to be anywhere near those places it's just too much after seeing what people have like my friends have in in new york they have a great place but it's like what they pay is just like oh man every month you're paying that yeah holy fuck you know and you know what too um like on a spiritual level, it's important for me in Los Angeles to have friends that have nothing to do with it, advancing my career or any type of like entertainment dream or anything like they can be in their entertainment bubbles. But like true friends where because I feel like that's all I have down in San Diego is like actual real friends. Whereas and I, I love my friends up in Los Angeles, but a lot of the time it's based on like comedy or networking or anything and i feel like i can already feel it's been only like a year or two and i could already feel myself a little bit burnt out of just like my friendships also having this underlying thing of like oh we go to open mics together we do this or that and so it's good for me to which i do i have like a lot of friends up there that aren't 
like we're not trying to boat or we have nothing to do with each other's careers or anything yeah but that's like an la thing too where it is everyone's achieving everyone's constantly achieving how can they go to the next thing and it's like it can be a little exhausting when you're like i just want to hang out and talk to you like exactly because that's what i feel that where i'm not necessarily like wanting to pitch a movie to someone or something (laughs) and so that's another part where it's like you do have a city where everyone is trying to become something but it's, I don't know. So that's, well, we'll see. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I wish you guys the best of luck. I, I don't want to sound negative at no, all. No, no, no. I really do wish you guys the best of luck. I, it's uh, it's going to be a real challenge, and and we're here for you, you know? It was good, good content. Everything I've done so far has been to at least give you guys good content. <laughs> Bought a faulty house, <laughs> back and forth. Moving to LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it'll be good. Yeah. But, and also, if people are wondering, no, it's not going to really affect this because you and I have been already dealing with like for a couple of years now of oh, yeah, me I, being back and forth. No, no, no. I, if I, anything, Bo has given up completely. I, I have given up. I know. So I'm the one. No, come my on. back is so sore from oh, carrying. Jesus. Oh my god, organifying. Okay, oh okay, okay. my god. Okay, well that's all. Yeah, that is all. That's a lot. That's a, that's a lot. We love you guys. I I really, I really. One day I want to focus on how you just don't know how to say goodbye. We love you guys. It's like you do this at parties. You do it on. on it's like you're just gone. You yeah. The Irish goodbye. I give my false love. So if I can you could leave. evaporate <laughs> and leave that way at the end of every episode, I know you would do it. A hundred percent. You would just be like. Whoo. It would be just be like one lucky charm left or something. You're like you're like Batman. You just like throw the smoke bomb down. <laughs> like, do you think we're gonna get nuclear bombed or not? Well, I hope not. That's a. What whole if other... my first day in Burbank, I just get. Well, if I l- will literally be evaporized. Well, then you. It, it, It'll happen so quick, it doesn't matter. I would almost appreciate God's comedic timing. I was like, <laughs> I got, the day I get everything I want. <laughs> God is like, oh, wait till she gets a load of this exactly. one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. I'll see you later. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show. <laughs>